Hello, everyone. This is Local Matter Sports. I'm your host, Michael Bowen, sitting in for Sam Brooks this week. And in the studio, I have the Cookville Lady Cavs soccer program in the house with head coach Lauren Metz, upcoming seniors Olivia Hudson, Alex Meadows, and Piper Tadlock. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you. We're happy to be here, aren't we, girls? We are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're excited to have you. We're excited to talk about Lady Cavs soccer, talk about the upcoming season, and and really talk about soccer in general uh, in the Upper Cumberland, women's soccer especially, um, because that's what we're focused on today. Um, A lot of interest in soccer around this area. It has really exploded over the last 10 to 20 years, and I think you guys have seen that. Lauren's seen that. So we're going to get into that. Um, but, you know, kind of want to start with, for anyone out there listening who hasn't been to a Lady Cavs soccer game in the last several years or ever, you have to get out there and check it out this fall. It's a great experience. You know, the facilities have improved so much, you know, in the last several years. From my perspective, I've been out there quite a bit. Obviously, I know I know some of y'all from family, friends, I know some of your parents, and, and I've got kids that play soccer, so so we like coming out and watching the games. But the atmosphere is just absolutely awesome out at these games. Um, last fall, I can remember coming to games with my family. There were hundreds of people out there just creating a, just a really awesome, exciting place for soccer. So, um, and, and, and there's also great food out there now. You know, we've got great food vendors and everything else. So it, it's really something you've got to get come out there and check it out. So, Lauren, so everyone knows, when does the upcoming season start and how long does it go for? So our season, our, re- our preseason will start the very end of July. So that last week in July is when we'll start our preseason games. We have several home games. It'll be free to get in. Okay. Um, no regulated gate. And then our the beginning of our season begins August 14th. August 14th. August 14th, 15th is the first week of our regular season. Gotcha. And uh, how long will it run through, through all the tournaments and everything? So our regular season will run through uh, the beginning of fall break. Okay. Which is, I believe, the first week in October. Okay. And our second, the second week of October is our district tournament. Gotcha. And so that becomes our postseason play. So hopefully you guys go a long way beyond that and make a make a great run this year. So pretty much, you know, for anyone out there listening, as soon as school starts, you know, soccer season mm-hmm. starts, women's soccer, and and we you can get out there and check out some great action and some great some great weather. So, um, so. Lauren, uh, we want to get into the upcoming season. I know you've been on the show before, and we definitely want to talk to all the players here. Uh, but let's just, for those who don't know you, uh, how long have you been coaching? So, as a head coach for the high school girls, I believe this will be my fifth season. Okay. Um, with I, I assisted Sam Matson, the previous head coach, for three or four seasons as well. So, oh, man, we're getting up there. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize that time flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and so, you know, obviously, I guess you've had these girls, you know, for a little by, a little while here. So talk a little bit about the evolution of this team and this group of seniors that's been kind of been with sure. you and growing with this program. So actually, all three in here sitting with us today, I coached well before high school. Okay. Um, they are actually my first travel soccer team that I started coaching again when I moved back to Cookville. Awesome. So it's kind of a a big revelation, bittersweet moment for me to have them in here as seniors. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and and so there's three seniors in here with mm-hmm. us today. There's more seniors than that on the team, right? We have seven more seniors. Wow. We have ten seniors in total. Wow. So a very, very seasoned team. Absolutely. Very yes. team. That's uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of experience. So that, that's great. Um, so 
girls, let's let's kind of go around the room here and talk. What I want to talk about is, you know, for those out there that don't know you and, and are maybe not very experienced in, in women's soccer, I want to talk about your experience kind of growing up, how you got into soccer, other sports you played, anything like that, but just talk about, you know, kind of how we got here. So we're going to start with uh, Olivia Hudson, and uh, that this is probably the last time I'm going to call you Olivia because it's going to—I've known you live, so it's going to be live from here on out. But um, how long have how long have you been playing soccer? Um, probably since I was like five. I started playing on one of my dad's Y teams, and I grew up with the Y. And then after that ended, I transitioned into Lauren's travel team. And then after we got to high school, we she couldn't be our coach anymore, so. Then COVID happened my freshman year, so I didn't play travel. And then I moved to a Knoxville team my sophomore year. And now I'm playing on a national travel team. Okay. Yeah. And and wow. did you ever have any interest in other sports? Did you play anything else? Um, I played a few other sports in middle school, but never got really into them. And then I play or do track in high school. So. No. What do you run in track? The 400 open and then the 400 relay and also the 4x2 relay. Just like your daddy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Come by it on us. That's great. Okay, Piper, what about you? How long have you been playing soccer? Uh, I've been playing since I was four. Since four? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you play at the Y here locally? or No, I used to live in Nashville. Okay. So I played with a rec team there and then um, a club team. And then mm-hmm. when I moved here, I started playing for the middle school, for the all-good middle school, and uh, for Lauren's team. And then now the high school. Was it much different in Nashville compared to here, some of the youth programs and what was available to you, or was it pretty similar? Um, the club there was bigger. Uh, there was more teams and stuff. Gotcha. But it wasn't, like, super different. And did you play any other sports growing up, have interest in other sports, or has it always been mostly soccer? It's always been soccer. Yeah? Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, what about you, Alex? Um, I started at the YMCA for like a season or two, and then I quit because it made me sweat and my legs started to hurt. <laughs> so like, it wasn't for me, I guess. And then halfway through my seventh grade year, Olivia Hudson's dad, one of the players tore her ACL, and so they needed somebody to join. So he was the one that brought me into the sport. And then I've played for Lauren through high school and travel and then Braylon's our current travel coach. Okay. And did you play anything else or have other interests growing up? Um, I did like every sport out there. I did dance, cheerleading, basketball. I did a lot of different things, but none of them ever stuck because basketball, me and my sister had a very strong competitiveness against us, and I always wanted to be better than her, but it was never going to happen. So, <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> This is Local Matter Sports. I'm your host, Michael Bowen, here, sitting in for Sam Brooks this week. And in the house, we've got the Lady Cavaliers soccer program. We've got Lauren Metz, Liv Hudson, uh, Piper, and Alex here in the studio. And we're talking about Lady Cav soccer. So I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, necessarily who haven't been involved, maybe in varsity high school sports now, just how much prep work and how much training you have to do to get to this point. You know, it's not like you can just roll out of bed one day and decide, hey, I'm going to be a big-time varsity high school soccer player. (laughs) Uh, It just doesn't work that way. So let's talk a little bit about the preparation, the work you've put in and continue to put in kind of growing up and and, and training. Uh, Liv, let's start with you. 
Um, so our season, like preseason workouts, start at the beginning of summer. So we're working out all through summer, and then we don't really we have a two week dead period where we s- still do stuff. So we never really have a time off on their own. On they their do own. not do we stuff with me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but after season, most of us play travel, so we're all the time playing soccer. So, and then I do stuff on my own too, just work out and do soccer stuff. On do my any own. trainee trainers or anything like that you've worked out with on, along the way yeah, too? Yeah, I've worked out. Well, I am currently working out with Jeremy Guerrero. Okay. Yeah. He's he's more soccer focused. We uh, as a team, we've been working with TLT Sports um, over on One Eleven with. Uh, William, he uh, has helped us a lot. And just real quick before we continue down the line, I've always found like a lot of people are really shocked at when we start and for how long we go. Mm -hmm. But I I think soccer and girls, you can agree or disagree with this, but I I feel like it's not just, it's a a little bit more of a a sport. It requires more from you physically. Um, So not only do you have to practice the sport of soccer, you have to be in shape to be successful at that. Um, so we've learned that long, long ago and have tried to constantly improve the way that we do things off season to be prepared and ready by the time the first game or, you know, that, that first preseason game hits, as opposed to just honing our skills, being wildly out of shape, and then you can't be a great soccer player. Yeah, and I um, think um, if folks come out to the games this fall, they would be amazed at if you haven't seen a high school soccer game, just absolutely how much running – how physical it is, how in shape you have to be. I mean, I, I was amazed watching the last several years. Just you know, you almost have to figure out where to get little bits of bits of rest within the game. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you're just going to run yourself to death out there. So I agree 100. percent It's 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 very physical. Um, Piper, what about you? You know, how, how have you trained, kind of growing up, and and prepared yourself to be a varsity athlete? Uh, when I was little, I. My mom signed me up, and I worked with a trainer in Nashville. And then um, I didn't really do anything other than conditioning with the team for a while. And then recently I've started going to the gym by myself. And then, of course, we go to TLT with Will. Okay. How about you, Alex? Um, well, going into high school, I didn't realize how much work – Lauren actually expected out of all of us. So like that summer, I was just chilling. And then we had to do the one-mile warm-up or like the time mile at tryouts. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to get in shape for this. And so me and Liv and a few other players like worked out all summer. And then each summer before every season, I've put in more time. But this past summer, I got injured last season, so I'm still not released for this season yet. So, I mean, it's been a little bit different than the past summers. How, how have you managed that as an athlete? That's tough on an athlete to, to, to be injured and kind of have to, to sit out. And, and mentally, how, how have you been able to kind of handle that? Um, well, before, I thought soccer was my main priority, which it's, it's one of my top priorities. But, like, I found my love and joy in going to church. And so that has brought me more joy than anything ever could so it's helped me and with I'm, that and i'm sure your teammates how, how's your team supported you along the way as far as being injured and making sure you're still feeling part of it even though you can't be out there all the time yes sir um they include me in everything they do like i had so many cards so many messages like i was at every single game in practice last season so like i wasn't left out of anything i just wasn't on the field yeah 
Well, that, that's great. Well, hoping hoping you're well soon and get released soon. So, uh, well, this is Local Matter Sports. I'm your host, Michael Bowen. We've got the Lady Cookville Cavaliers soccer team here in the house. We're going to take just a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. This is Local Matter Sports. I'm your host, Michael Bowen, sitting in for Sam Brooks this week. And in the house, we have the Lady Cavs soccer program with Lauren, Liv, Piper, and Alex. So one of the things we touched on earlier is just really the explosion and popularity of soccer across the country, you know, where it's, you know, always been that in the world, but across the United States, but but especially here in the Upper Cumberland, you know, the last 10 to 15, 20 years, it's just amazing to me the differences um, talk a little bit about it, Lauren. Maybe you can jump into this from your perspective. Just how many more youth programs, leagues, travel programs there are now compared to when you came through the process? Yeah, I would think it's gone from almost zero to whatever we're at now. I'd like to say a hundred, but I'm sure it will go beyond that. I remember when I was not these girls' age, but maybe their age when I, when I first got a hold of them in middle school, and I, I know we had kind of we've t- touched on this before. There was one team, and it was co-ed because we didn't have enough girls to play on yeah. it. And that was not that long ago. It was a while ago now, but not that long was ago. Was that the one your dad started? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So that was actually uh, um, Upper Cumberland okay. Soccer Club. Or, yeah. Um, and so now there's two clubs yep. in town, in which I never expected that Cookville could have handled that. Um, and the second club has exploded as well. Um, and, and the funny fun thing for me to sit here and listen to these girls talk about is that they all develop from the Y. Yeah, And so the Y was always kind of that homestead, that home base of fun soccer. And everyone plays. Whether you're going to play soccer or not, you go play soccer at the Y. And I love that that's still a thing. Yeah, And, and continuing to be some sort of a recruitment tactic to get kids to continue playing, playing after that. Yeah, both my kids played at the Y. And it's just fun on Saturday mornings to be out there with hundreds of other families. Yeah. And, you know, some kids are going to go play soccer forever and mm-hmm. some are never going to play another time after the Y, mm-hmm. but everybody's having a great time out there. So it's, it's, yeah, I do. I, I appreciate the Y too. I feel like it, it puts the right, it sheds the right type of light on soccer. You know, there's a, it's a whole lot of not fun stuff out there when it comes to sports and seriousness and the way that, that, that teams and facilities and programs are run. Um, but the why I feel like should be what we always go back to focus on how sports Growing up, whether you want to compete at a collegiate level or not, I mean, it, it has to be fun. It has to be exciting for kids. Kids want have to want to be there. Yeah. So I can appreciate that. That's great. 
So one of the traditions, we want to talk about Cavalier soccer traditions. One of them is the uh, Death at Dawn training preseason program. Um, Straight from fun to not fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's go from fun to not fun. So I've actually been out here a couple times because I'm good friends with Liv's father and, and, and there's some of us guys that would go out there and, 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 and run with the other parents and that sort of thing who are part of the program. So, Lauren, maybe give us the background. How, how did Death at Dawn start and, and that tradition? And we'll talk to the girls about how they like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep it brief so we can hear from them, too. But uh, we started – or I did not start Death at Dawn. I was a sophomore in high school when Death at Dawn started. And it started from – I'm sure a lot of you out there know uh, Larry and Tracy Epps. They're big runners. They're big. They're big people in our community. Um, and they, their daughter was a year younger than me. So when right. she started high school, I think they probably looked around and thought, well, soccer needs a little bit more. It can't just be a football coach out there coaching these kids, you know, on the weekends or just being their second position. So, anyways, they st- stepped up and we met over at Tech, and they we feel tried. They figured it out as we went for a couple couple years, and here we are. Uh, several years later and it's still a thing yeah so yeah it's a morning workout 5 30 6 30 a.m it uh, kicks off our preseason okay yep so i, I know and and the cool thing about it for those that don't know is a lot of the families of players yeah, come out yeah. there siblings and everybody kind of trains together and it's kind of a nice bonding thing for the team and community absolutely it's it's a great thing we just open the gates and anyone who hears about it or wants to come can um covid put a little wrench in that so we've We've moved our little our death at dawn or what we consider that to be over to the high school mm-hmm. field. So we start July 25th. If anybody wants to come out and see what these girls are made of. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I love that the, par- the parents come out because a lot of these girls are too young to drive. So it's it's a huge commitment, not only from them, but from their family. Um, so if they're there, they might as well get out, walk around, watch their kid put in some good effort yeah maybe run with them right? yeah yes definitely yeah. definitely run with them this is local matter sports i'm your host michael bowen here with the lady cavaliers soccer team today so girls how do you <laughs> girls feel about death at dawn live let's start with you well the hardest part's getting up yeah and getting out the door because once that alarm hits you don't want to get up and know that you're going to run for an hour <laughs> 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 so um i feel like it's not awful. It definitely gets you into shape, but it's manageable. Yeah. And it's a good team building it's experience. very, yes. And and so I'm not sure if we touched on this, but it's two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Five days, all, all weekdays, 530 to 630, I think. Mm-hmm. That's gotcha. right. That's when we start two days also. Yeah. So. And one of those weeks you're at school too, right? right. So we have to go to school. Yeah. So you got to go from there into school. Yep. What about you, Piper? Uh, <laughs> it's really tiring, but... <laughs> You're out there with the team, so if you're suffering, you're at least doing it together. Yeah. And so it's pretty enjoyable. Good. Alex? Um, I honestly don't look forward to going for the <laughs> running part itself, but, like, seeing my friends there, it makes it a little bit better. And, like, if you go, I think you can miss one or two days. I'm not nine. We oh, well, we can't miss any. <laughs> but if you complete the two weeks, you get a shirt at the end, so... That's pretty rewarding, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it, too. And, and they, they're they putting a, a nice, good spin on it, but also a, a not nice spin on it, which is all true. Yeah. My favorite part is watching them groan, eyes shut, coming in in the morning. They're mad at me. It gives them a con- common enemy. Yeah. Right? They all have to listen to me yell at them. But then by the end of it, it's 6.30 a.m., and they're like, let's break it down and yeah. excited. And 
it's it's great. It's great. They don't realize it, but at the time, at least, it's a great thing for them to go through together. Well, and and from my observations, no, team culture's experience is is huge in any sport, any team sport. Um, but it seems really big in soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, how do you think you know carrying on traditions like Death and Dawn and other team building training events kind of influence the type of culture you want to build on your teams? I think it's absolute. I mean. In so many different ways, I would not still be carrying on Death at Dawn if I didn't think it was just necessary and so important for these girls and for the culture, like you said, of soccer. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, Liv, how, how I mean, do you think that, you know, that, that, that how important is team culture to a soccer team? It's definitely very important because you can tell a difference, even like from the beginning to the middle and then the end, like – it's a whole different team from the start of preseason to the, our last game. And, and Piper, I, get, I bet it you know helps acclimate some of the upcoming players into the program too. Kind of gives them something to bond with the older players and and you know feel like they're part of it and kind of gets them jumped right in there, right? Yeah, when you're a freshman, it can be really intimidating to join the team. So when you're doing all this stuff with the rest of the team, it's it helps a lot. Yeah. What about you, Alex? How, how do you, how do you feel like how important is team culture to a soccer team? I don't think it matters on how good of a skill you have. If y'all don't have a connection past that, then you're not going to connect passes on the field, and mm-hmm. it affects on the film that you go back and watch. Like if you and somebody else aren't getting along, it, that's going to be noticeable to the whole team, and it's going to affect it. So I feel like us all being friends makes the game go a lot better. Yeah. And, 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 you know, soccer to me is one of the most it's, – it's so important to have good communication on the field. Um, communicating with your players and knowing where everybody's at, it's almost like this elaborate dance that everybody has to be in the right spots at the right time. It's, it's very difficult to even see how you guys can maintain that balance, but that's awesome. Um, all right, well, this is Local Matter Sports. I'm Michael Bowen sitting in for Sam Brooks, and in the house we've got the Lady Cavs soccer team. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is Local Matter Sports. I'm your host, Michael Bowen, sitting in for Sam Brooks this week. And in the studio today, we have the Cookville Lady Cavs soccer team, some of them, uh, some of our seniors, and head coach Lauren Metz. We've got Liv, Piper, and Alex. So I wanted to touch on with you girls what it is you like best about playing high school soccer. So Liv, we'll start with you. Um, I like the community that it makes. Like, most of my friendships have come from soccer at some point, and even the ones that, like, if they quit or something like that, I still have those friendships. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they will last after high school, too. We'll De- all keep in touch. Definitely, definitely. Piper, what about you? What do you like best about Lady Cavs soccer? I like getting out, getting to hang out with everybody and getting to go on the field and play. It's a lot of fun, especially when the weather's super nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Um, honestly, just coming out and working out through summer and watching everybody suffer, and then watching it all pay off during fall. Like right now, I'm just watching everyone suffer. But like <laughs> during the fall, I'm gonna watch them like explode and do amazing. And then also, Lauren has a dog named Cav or Cavalier, <laughs> and so he's probably one of my favorite things on the team too. <laughs> to be clear, Alex. Brought Cavalier to the team. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I became its owner. He is gotcha. our mascot. 
Yes. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> so, so one thing that's very important as a varsity athlete and, and other varsity athletes I've talked to interviewing is, you know, how to balance all the requirements of you. I think, um, you know, nowadays there's so much more going on as a, as a student athlete. So, so how do you balance your schoolwork and soccer as student athletes, Liv? Um, I try to get my schoolwork done, like, as soon as possible. So some classes at the high school we don't do much in, so I just do my other schoolwork during that class and try to get it done before I even leave school. And I'd say you have to be pretty organized. Um, yeah, you definitely of, have to be organized to balance it all. Yeah, absolutely. Piper, what about you? So I'm actually homeschooled, so I don't have to go to the high school, okay. which helps a lot because then I can manage all my schoolwork. And like once we get death of dawn, I don't have to wait to go to school to start on it. Gotcha. Now, how's that, you know, uh, elaborate on that. How's that experience been for you, um, you know, being on the team, being homeschooled? Has it been, you know, how has that been different from some of your other teammates? Uh, it's been a bit different because I can't go. I don't go to the school, so I can't hang out with them there. Yeah. But I still get to hang out with them at the field whenever we're working out. Yeah. And do your teammates do a good job of keeping you in the loop on everything that gets <laughs> Announced at school or for the team? How does that work? Yeah, I hear most of it. I hear yeah. most of the drama too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I believe uh, I believe Cassie Gallagher does yeah. the same thing, right? And we've got two or three others as well. Gotcha. Who are homeschooled. We have a pretty uh, well. We got a pretty big team, but we yeah. have quite a few who are homeschooled. So absolutely, they get to lean on each other a little bit more. Good, good deal. Yeah. Alex, what about you? How do you balance the athletic life and the academic life? Well, I feel like for somebody coming up into high school, they should at least take an easy one or two courses. That way they can use that course, like Liv said, to do all their other work. But like this fall, I have one class at the high school, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not that bad. It's a good strategy. It's a good strategy. <laughs> so so what's everybody's expectation and goal for the upcoming season? So we've, we've talked about this being a very heavy senior-led team, a lot of seniors on the team. So – you know, I've seen you guys play a lot of expectations this season. So, Lauren, what what's your what's your goals? What what are some of the? And I know you're not going to say, "Hey, we're going to win this." Sure, sure. But what what are your expectations for the season? You know, each each year brings something completely different, and I get blindsided um, yeah. just with the group dynamic and and how they evolve through the season. So, just like you said, I I've never set a goal of we're going to win X amount of games mm-hmm. or we're going to make it to this specific game. It's really more about the development of these girls. And you've already touched on that. I I truly do believe that if they leave here and don't feel like they are a part of something bigger um, than I have felt as a coach and mm-hmm. we have felt as a program. So my goals and expectations, not to say that they aren't high because they are, are go, I mean, they go, they reach out so much further than the soccer program. Um, but sp- soccer specific, I really would like to see us I mean, we, we've been working very hard for a very long time, especially this senior-led group. They have so much potential. I think I've found the key is to not put too much pressure on them too early. Yeah, Ease them into the season. You know, it's a new role. Every single season, you have brand-new seniors. They don't know what's going on just mm-hmm. yet. But to establish together um, what we what we want to accomplish and then move forward together. But I would definitely love to get pretty far into that postseason play. Yeah. And no. I, think we, I think we can if we can figure out – how the dynamics going to work this season? No doubt, no doubt. 
This is Local Matter Sports. I'm your host, Michael Bowen, sitting in for Sam Brooks, and we have the Lady Cavs soccer team in the house with us today. So, Liv, what about you? What are some of your goals and expectations for this season? Um, so this season, last year we got second in our district, but it also changed, so it was a lot harder. And usually we win our districts, but since it's a lot harder, we didn't know what we were going into. But this year I hope we get, like, first. And it's definitely doable. Like, they're not extremely better than us. But I think that's my goal so far. And then also, I want to leave the team, like, prepared for next year without us. Mm -hmm. Because we're all they have left for now. So I just want to prepare them, like, in soccer but also out of soccer just to do well next season. Yeah. What about you, Piper? Uh, Obviously, you want to get as far as you can in the season. But um, I'm just hoping that the team can really come together and we can do well uh, on and off the field and we can figure out that team dynamic without having all the bumps in the road. Sure. What about you, Alex? Um, I really want to watch us win districts because it was like hard not winning it last year because we had so much potential. But I feel like all of these rising seniors are setting such a high standard for all of these upcoming like all the rising class, I guess. And so I want to leave the team knowing that I made an impact on someone's life because all of the previous seniors have left such a good like dynamic for the team. So we need to leave the same or it will not survive. So you girls are seniors. Do you guys already have any post-graduation plans or are you still figuring that out? What about you, Alex? Um, I'm planning on going to college. Um, I'm not really sure where we're at yet. But I've been asked to coach a travel team. So I currently coach a YMCA team. So next spring, I will be coaching a YMCA team and a travel soccer team for All In. Great. Piper? Uh, I'm not really sure where I want to go. I know I want to do physical therapy, but other okay. than that, I'm not sure. That's great. Liv, what about you? Um, So I want to play at the collegiate level for soccer and – I've already got, like, some interest in a few schools. How's that um, How's that process going? Um, well, I just started it, actually, yeah. like, last year. Yeah. But then the coach switched at the school I'm interested in, and I went to a uh, ID camp last weekend. Yeah. For the same school. And with the soccer, the ID camps are kind of part of the recruiting process, right? You go to the yeah. camps at the schools. Um, that's kind of part of the process. Definitely. You have to go to a camp to get noticed yeah. pretty much. And yeah. there's a little different than the boys' camps. So, like, if you go to a girls' ID camp, it's only that school usually. Yeah. But boys, like, multiple schools come to that certain ID camp, and it's over a few days. But the girls, it's just one day. Gotcha. Gotcha. So – you know, we're we're kind of coming closer to the end of our show here, and, and you guys are all seniors and, and, you know, have had successful high school and athletic careers here. Um, you know, nobody gets anywhere on their own. Uh, everybody gets help along the way. So I want to give you the opportunity here to see if there's anybody you want to thank who's been influential in your life, um, whether it's soccer or otherwise, and helping you get to where you're at today. Liv, let's start with you. Um, I'd like to thank my parents for taking me everywhere (laughs) (laughs) and like signing me up for stuff that I like wouldn't have found myself, like college stuff and probably my grandpa. Mm -hmm. 
He runs us around everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's a team effort, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. What about you, Piper? Uh, Definitely, yeah, my parents. um, Everything they've done to help me with soccer and uh, all the coaches that I've had for helping me develop as a player. What about you, Alex? Um, first, I want to thank Seth Hudson for bringing me into the sport. <laughs> but then fast- Seth's gotten two things because that you yes. know, he's lived there. He's that so, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yes. Um, and then I want to thank my parents, of course, because they drove us around everywhere. No matter how far it was, they didn't care. And then Lauren, of course, because without her, if I didn't have a good coach, then I would not play the sport. And if I didn't have a good team, I wouldn't be on the team anymore. So she's made a really big impact in my life past soccer. Lauren, what is it you want these girls to leave your program with? Not just these three, but how many seniors you said we've got? Ten. Ten total, right? Mm -hmm. What do you want them to leave your program with at the end of this year? I would love for them to leave our program and feel a sense of self, kind of have discovered who they are and all the things that they truly can bring to the table. Um, Further than onto the field, I mean – I would love for them to remember us, but to be excited for the future and to have to use us. And I say us as the the high school in general, the CHS soccer program as just a small stepping stone to so many things. Just, I mean, their future is so bright. I I would love to just be a small part of that with their eyes focused forward, knowing that they always have somewhere that they could all call home. They can always come back here, hang out with us, always have me around if they need anything. That's great. That's a great message there. Well, I can tell you as a community, we're super excited about the upcoming season. Um, You know, I know you guys are very talented, got a lot of potential. Obviously, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Enjoy it. Enjoy your senior year. Have a a great time. But we're excited uh, to come out and watch you play. And again, if you haven't been out to a Lady Cavaliers soccer game, you need to make your way out to a game this this fall. It's a great atmosphere. It's really electric out there, and it is awesome to watch these girls play. So I want to thank everybody here. I want to thank Lady, Lady Cav Soccer for being in the studio today and come, coming and joining us. And this has been Local Matter Sports with Michael Bowen sitting in for Sam Brooks. Have a great day.